Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. V. Denver Sports Podcast. <laughs> I always forget what uh, TDSP is because we call it TDSP internally and you see the graphic there. Presented by Broncos <laughs> Country. You know what time it is on this special Tuesday in the Mile High City with my guy, RK, and Big Hank here. A it's reunion. been a long time. It has. It's been a long time, boys. Do you think the last tailgate episode of last year is the last time the three of us did a show together? Probably. Yeah, I don't think there's been many cr- much crossover in any th- other endeavors we've had. No. Hey, and there's Crazy. a bottle of whiskey and six oh, beers on the table. And some if we Broncos want to just turn country. it up for old time's sake. I've got to go on Albuquerque Sports Radio here in like a couple hours. So they, they no, gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta. You drunk would sound like sober to them. In wow. Albuquerque, they prefer. I'll pass, I'll pass that along. Double check those for it's you. Preferred. Yeah. yeah. Can you spell Albuquerque? A L B U Q U E R Q U E. Got it. Really? Yep. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Oh, of course. I actually took last place in the fourth grade spelling bee, (laughs) like dead last. And it was like the entire entire fourth grade, like, had to do it. It was mandatory because the word was dance. And so Uh I was like D. And then I was like, thought through my head, like A N C E. But then I got to E right as I meant to say A. I said E, and I was like, ah. E-N-C-E is what you said? Yeah, but then I got to, Dang. I said E, and I was like, well, shit, like, do That's I even, sad. I was you, like, I guess I have to just keep going, even though I don't no, want N-C-E. You can just say, this. let me start over. No, they don't, they were very clear. It was like official rules, like, what you say goes, like, there's no, there's no take backs. No backs, yeah, no. Wow. Yeah, so I took last place in that spelling bee. I was I, the favorite going in, too. No way. Yeah, That's what crazy. Yeah. You were on the inside track and everything. Yeah, it was um, a shame. I got second place in the fourth grade spelling bee, and it all, and it, it changed my life really wow. because now i'm like i just now i know how to spell everything yeah oh. you are a good speller um <laughs> no spelling bees in italy and i famously have real issues with spelling so yeah <laughs> lose lose for me a lot of italy talk today did you get threats from any of the guys who placed money on you as the big favorite in the fourth grade spelling bee <sighs> no no That's i'm trying great. to think mr That's paget great. no what sportsmanship this is my no no, it, I don't think any of the no. It feels a lot like a tailgate show in that we're supposed to talk about a Broncos team that's not playing such good football. Also in last place. And, and we, we don't would, want to. We would literally <clears throat> rather talk about anything else, including <sighs> fourth grade spelling bees. Yeah, that's true. Fair takes all around. Thanks. Um, yeah. And we're really good at talking about other things than what we're supposed to. Life yeah. is one big circle and it all reconnects. But um is this rock bottom for the Broncos run? Oh, Dre. I wish I could say yes. 
I would love it if you said yes, in fact. I have learned my lesson on yeah. saying something is rock bottom yeah. for the Broncos. So I'm just going to keep saying no from here on out because I have a better chance of being right than if I say yes. Because if you go on to thednvr.com right now and open the search bar and just type in rock bottom. Such a good site. You will see so many podcasts that Zach and I have done over the years and Henry and Mace and mm -hmm. whoever else was on the cast where we mm -hmm. asked that same question. Is this rock bottom? And every time we said yes, I'm pretty sure. And every time we were wrong because no rock has sunk as far as that rock sank on Sunday afternoon. Which is why this actually is rock bottom. <laughs> okay. There's no way that it's not. Like, so you have whatever the five years of like, oh, just where it's a quarterback away. You just get a quarterback. So then they get the quarterback. That doesn't work. You're like, oh, well, now we're just a coach away. Now you got the quarterback. You got the coach. You've got the same team that you've had forever. Still doesn't work. Can't really get any worse. Like this is this is like no, the plan does not work. You kind of have to start all over. And on top of that, you just gave up seventy points, uh, like not NFL record, but second place. Um, and you're like you lost by fifty. Like this has to be rock bottom. So, right, right. I mean 50. that result is pretty <laughs> awful. Let me ask you this: What looks worst? Worse, the score line of seventy to twenty, uh -huh. or saying out loud, they lost by fifty. 70 to 20. 70, I think that's 70 grabs me. Yep. By a mile. Something about the 20 just makes it not as bad to me. Okay. Hmm. I mean, it's because of all those 16s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For me, like, hearing right. when you said they lost by 50, right. it just, like, hit different for me. Yeah. It's like, wow. I lost by 50. Well. Like, you pointed this out on Twitter. It was supposed to be a dunk on the buffs, kind of. But you said CU's largest margin of error last year was 46. CU. Yeah. Maybe the worst football team I've ever seen in my life. Definitely for me. Last and I've season, seen a lot of bad football. Never lost a game by 50. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Oh, I even yeah. went back. It was like, you have to go back to 2013. They lost yeah. one by like 51 or 53. So I was like, as we're watching that Let Oregon game, it's Arizona. like, you're climbing in there. Like it's, it's, it's realm of possibility, but they dodged it. Did not, it didn't end up even being close, but no. 46 was the worst last year. Losing a game by 50 points is shocking in college yeah no i mean and something i never oh, yeah. imagined i would ever see in the nfl um i'll throw up the dub yeah of course um what's that in reference to i don't know i don't know yeah we were talking about gunnison off camera so we that were. almost made me think <laughs> yeah Western, we're talking about the transition moving from on to gunnison it's a tough one it's a tough one so um so what do you think, Dre? Is it rock bottom or not? Well, it, so what Henry's saying is you hope that last Sunday is rock bottom because I was doing some laundry during the game, kind of started a pregame, you know, going to get to it at halftime. I was happy when the laundry machine overflowed and flooded a little bit of the basement because now I had a reason to not uh, watch the Broncos. Yeah. I don't anticipate, <coughs> a, you know, like that's pretty unique. Uh, I do 70, love 20. football. I mean, it is Scorigami. Like that's Scorigami. I mean, unique. that that game's in. Hopefully, that's rock bottom. One of but one. I fear, I fear that Ryan may be right because the only pass forward is truly tearing this whole thing down. And when you do that, I kind of think they have to be this bad for like the rest of the season and another year ish. 
Oh, I mean, like if if the plan is tear us down, you're shooting for 2026. Yeah, like like they the three year rebuild is kind of best case. They won't do it. It'll never. I think happen. it's more of a two well, year. Well, and my thing with all that is that I'm always against it because it's never worked before. Like no team has ever torn down. Like you go back, and I guess like this Kurt era, it's too soon to say like didn't work with Trevor Lawrence, didn't work with Joe Burrow. But like you go back before that, and like Peyton Manning did it as like the number one pick. Like you you got a Super Bowl out of that guy. I'm not really sure if they were like intentionally tearing things apart, but this whole right. like going back down to the bones and rebuilding it up. I I can't find a single example of that ever working. And so that's why I've always been against it. But now you're in this situation where it's like, there's no real other path forward. Well, I feel like the Eagles kind of came out of the ashes ish Mm -hmm. in this way. When I mean, from the dream team and Andy Reid, you know, like, Okay. But I well, think Chip there's Kelly like a few. Down. Yeah, I mean, there's a few steps, right? Yeah. Then you hit there's real rock totally, bottom. Well, yeah. The, there's too many players on a football roster for that to work. Exactly. You can't go from zero. You can actually never get from zero to a hundred. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you tear it down to zero, it's not possible. Even with all those draft picks, you're gonna miss on half of them to build back up to a hundred. So you can go down to a certain level. I mean, the Broncos could trade Justin Simmons mm-hmm. and, you know, a couple other people. But you can't go to zero and then get back to wherever you were trying to get because it's too hard to hit in the draft. So you have to keep players like Patrick Sertan, and you have to keep, you know, the Quinn Miners of the world. You have to build on top of them. Like, you added Marvin Mims. Mm-hmm. That, there's a chance that ends up being, like, the only dog you got out of that class. Definitely. And... It's just not going to work to to tear it down and try to build back up. So, I I know that's like a fun I mean, tearing it down means free agency and it means you know you'll mm-hmm. have guys who just out of sheer opportunity pop and go mm-hmm. off. Like the thing the about- NFL rebuilds mm-hmm. are much quicker than we think. You know, even three years seems a little long. Like I, I think it's really two. I'm just comping I, it I, to like the NBA. If you want to rebuild in the NBA, that's like really <coughs> easy. You, you trade like three players. Yep. Yeah. And you're yeah. down to the bones and you're going to get a top five pick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just with their cap situation next year. Exactly. Like, what is the path forward? If not cutting all these vets and trading them away. Be, and here's the example is that like you want you want the total teardown, which I do think if, if things go the way they're going right now, you're not going to really have much of a choice. But to do that. Um, so say you like cut cut or trade all these guys. Bulls, Simmons, Cortland Sutton, Randy Gregory, Tim Patrick, DJ Jones. That leaves you with $14.5 million in cap space next year that's going into the offseason. That's what you go into. Nothing. Yeah. And that's with Russ gone too, right? Russ, it doesn't matter. You pay him the same thing whether he's there or not. Okay. So, so whether he's a July yeah. cut or whenever the exactly. date is or, or not, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of the whole other discussion is what do you do with Russ? Because he's, he's played up to his contract this season. Which is an insane thing to say, but I was running through all the numbers. And His it's numbers like, are the same as Patrick Mahomes. Ex- like, literally. Yes. Like, like you go through and it's That's the exact why. same. Like, the one difference is that you've got, uh, I mean, might as well run through. 791 passing yards for Russ, 803 for Mahomes. 7.6 yards per attempt for Russ, 5, 7.5 for Mahomes. 65.4 completion versus 65.5. Uh, six touchdowns to seven, two interceptions each. And both have an exactly 99.5 passer rating. Like you go through That's and Russ is, Russ is the number five highest paid quarterback in the league. The only one of the four in front of him who's outplayed him is Justin Herbert. But outside of that, Lamar Jackson has not outplayed him. Uh, it's not really all that close. Same thing with Hurts. Same thing with Burrow. 
And so you're getting what you wanted. Like you go through, he's fifth in touchdowns, he's sixth in yards per attempt and completion, seventh in air yards per attempt, seventh in pass rating, eighth in yards. And while you're looking for like number five, you have to remember those guys on rookie contracts haven't set that rookie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So if you just go through guys who are off their rookie contract, he's third in touchdowns. He's second in yards per completion, uh, fourth in yards per attempt, uh, fifth in air yards per attempt. No, fourth, sorry. Uh, fifth in passer rating, uh, sixth in yard. Like, He's doing what you want him to do, but you still kind of have to move on just because the timeline doesn't add up. Well, there's just no point in being a three, six, seven win team with a contract like that on your mm-hmm. books. But the, the contract's going to be on the books regardless. For the contract two, is on the books regardless. <clears throat> for two years. So, so and that's how much the thing, cap though. do they have if they don't cut all those guys? Negative uh, 30. So one can way I, or another, what we're saying is this is the best this team's going to be with Russell Wilson. It, can I yeah. quickly make the case for the best case scenario mm-hmm. which is that things keep going this bad this year you are able to draft caleb williams and you actually can hold on to russ and ease caleb in the thing about that russ yeah. contract though yeah. is that so it actually the extension starts next year which is crazy to think about we still haven't even gotten into the extension so you you can either Yikes. cut him and pay him for these next two years if you make it a post june one cut but then he's off the books after that when those cap hits keep going up. Yeah. If yeah. you keep him, basically there's this two-year lag. And so you can kind of either get it out of the way now or just keep holding on, holding on, and say, like, yeah, 2028, 20, five years from now, we're paying him it's that full, like, $60 million or whatever it is. It's a, it's a troubling place. It's a troubling place. A, and, yeah. And I don't believe the Denver Broncos will ever tear down. Teams just don't do that. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't happen because it just doesn't really well, and work. You talk about timelines. What's the other timeline here? Sean Payton's timeline. Yeah. He's not like... He's 59. Uh, he's not here to coach till he's 70. You wouldn't think. I think that when he took this job, he thought, give me five. I'll be here for five years and I'll win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So that, that timeline has to either add up with a rookie quarterback this year or Russ being that guy. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. I have like nothing bad to say about Russell Wilson this year. No, he hasn't done anything dumb in the media. He's out there playing hard. I mean, he did technically cause the momentum swing in the commanders game. He did Um, the last two second halves. Like he's Mm -hmm. accounted for like three points, I think. Exactly. But But at the same time, you have those first halves that balance it out. What I I guess what I'm saying is the problems are so far and beyond the totality. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are, which is why. I see zero path, but I mean, call it what you will, but I would, I would flip over this, uh, this roster one way or another, you know? Yeah. It does not seem to be working. I mean, that performance defensively was truly disgusting. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first two touchdown drives, the dolphins don't face third down once. Uh, the longest third down they faced, you know, the starters, at least in the first three quarters, was third and four. God. I think they faced third and four twice and then third and one two other times. Don't don't even bother lining up on the field if that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. If you can't even compete on third down, if you can't even give yourself a chance, forget it. Like, you shouldn't have laced them up in the morning. Yeah. Just, they could have run the ball on every single play of the whole game. It's insane. Or thrown. Or throwing the ball on every single yeah, whatever you want, you whatever you want. But I mean, and the they other, could do whatever they wanted. To me, though, like they obviously did. you're trending toward it's just like a total teardown. It is kind of still too soon to actually like 
commit to it. Like it is only week three. Like you're favored this week. You've got a game against the Jets the next week where since you're at home, you're probably favored. Yep. And it's just three weeks in, it's hard to say for sure. And while it's tough to like, I don't know. The season isn't technically dead yet. Teams have come back from yeah, down 0-3 right. before. Right. Hope is absolutely dead. But like you look through, I mean, <laughs> yes. 1989, Steelers started 0-2, had a 51-0 loss, wound up winning a playoff game that year. You know, there's the <clears throat> Titans that started 0-6 with a 59-0 loss in 2009. Yeah, this was like, I don't know what to do with myself mm-hmm. after this game. Like, mm-hmm. what what other horrible things have happened to teams? Yeah. Um, but they finished 8-8 eight eight after Did starting 0-6. 59-0? 59-0 against 2009 Patriots were pretty good. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, so there there are, like, yeah, a couple of those exactly examples. The Broncos weren't playing the 2009 Patriots on Sunday. No. Well, I mean... Like, <laughs> They certainly looked like it, but yeah, again, no, it's too huh? soon for any of that. But to an and Tyreek equal to Tom Brady and Randy Moss. If you only showed me, if you only showed me Sunday, <laughs> and you only showed me the best Tom Brady Randy Moss game, I would say yeah, yeah probably pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, but again, so I mean, you don't know for sure. You probably like after these next two games. To me, is where you make like your decisions. Like, are you trading Justin Simmons? That's where that decision comes in. Like, do you think? We're sitting here at one and four. We think we can just ride this tank. This team isn't going to get it done. You might as well move on from him Do you and, and see if you can get anything else. Internal ability to watch what happened on Sunday without Justin Simmons and say like we should trade this guy. But again, like and, and uh, I had this Kareem Jackson yeah, felt about as essential in the second half of that Washington game. You know, well, like, I know but like that how, guy got ejected and the defense fell apart. With all due respect to him. How on like the second or third play of the game does DTY lose sight of Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. That's no. like, I can only imagine the coaches were talking about number 10 the whole fucking week. Yeah. You should hope so. And yeah, it felt like they did not when you watched the game. It felt like the game plan was to let him run wild. <laughs> yeah. And that he was an unknown free agent. Well, the crazy know, undrafted thing, kid or the, something. The game plan was to implement a 4-3 defense that week to get find a way to get Drew, Drew Sanders on the field, which is just an insane thing to do. Like, you don't just all of a sudden say, yeah, we've run a 3-4 for more than a decade. Like, can this you, is the week we go 4-3. All can your you edges know? are just Really quick. Like, can you insane, imagine man. if Jalen Waddle played that game? The thing is, it could. How like no? How, how could, it, could it get worse? Like, yeah. and I think just because like things just Faster, play out differently, touchdown. there's no way that it's that bad. Even like just just because right, like if you were to restart right. this game with a difference, there's no way that they can score seventy Jaylen again. Jalen Waddle right? would have been the best defense the Broncos could have had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only guy so who could slow down Tyreek exactly. would have been Jalen. Probably don't run some. Like, like, oh god, they're both so wide open. Who do I throw yeah. to? But right. I mean, it is crazy. So the question on Miami sports talk is. Is Jalen Waddle holding the <laughs> Dolphins offense back? Oh my goodness. Do you see the clip where like Skip Bayless has like his whole rant about how terrible the Broncos are? And one of the guys is like, I think it might have been Richard Sherman saying, like, yeah, they didn't even have Jalen Waddle in that game. And Skip was like, What? Like, and oh, he just he starts like looking know. around off. Yeah, he didn't even know. Which is he should probably know that. Yeah. But also <laughs> insane. And uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Ball. And that's, that's where true, uh, first of all, I love Mike McDaniel so much. Yeah. He was my guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just went and built a Madden team, and it's yeah. so sick. This and it's worked. He's three for three with he, it working this season. He built like Jimbo's Florida State team. Yeah. This just is give a, me the fastest player in every insane. skill position. But yeah, like they had that last year, 
and they fell apart that second half of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, so mean, we'll see, like... Because of Tua and yeah. the running back and health struggle. Well, yeah, Tua did. Totally. I don't think That's the defense was nearly it. as good. Yep. Jalen Phillips has seemed to have taken... And Jalen Ramsey's on the bench for them as True. well. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's coming, man. I, I mean... And they've drafted well on that O-line. The O-line, I thought, played great for the... I mean, yeah, sure who's going to disagree with me? Yeah, like, when we the running back scored eight touchdowns, tough to argue that. Yeah, no. It's fair to say the Broncos aren't going to the Super Bowl this year, so... Give me uh, Eagles, Dolphins. Wow. That would be sick. It would be fun. Dolphins are fun to watch. Yeah, but for the Broncos, like, that's the thing is like, yeah, just go get Caleb Williams, do those sorts of things. First of all, I've never thought that, like, tanking, losing a game intentionally, anything like that has, I've always said, terrible idea. You never, ever, ever do it. This is the first time where I've gotten a point where, like, okay, this team really is this bad. Maybe you do, like... I, I'm like, do you do you subscribe at all to the conspiracies that Sean Payton was always planning on tanking? There's this, no way. I love it. There's no it's way. It's genius. I'd respect him so much. Like, like I'm then, ready to commit to it the way QAnoners honors can make sense <laughs> of the world, right? Wow. Like, I'm I'm just blindly ready to accept that. It's, There's just I mean, no it, way because it, it explains a world that upsets night, right? me otherwise. Like, yes, you, you exactly. can't tell the Broncos' defense, like, "Hey, I just need you guys to go miss 23 tackles in this game." No, you can't. But you can. Right. right. Those gaps don't just create. That's not coaching. Those gaps don't just. Happen. And you can make yeah. a really counterintuitive hire at defensive coordinator, and yeah. You know, um, I but I mean. If, yeah, if no, the maybe. number two I mean, option last year was Rex Ryan, like that would have been more insane than Vance Joseph. Like that would be less intuitive. I it's mean, Rex freaking Ryan. Like he's been on TV for a decade. Yeah, they could have <laughs> worked a little harder to keep Evero. Yeah, it did seem like he wanted out. Bra- I don't know. I don't Brandon know. Who his best friend after like yeah. not even a full season. The thing is, like they're just yeah, his best man. Vic Fangio, they couldn't have, you know, backed up the Brinks trucks a little more for him. Uh, they should have interviewed McDaniel. Damn it! Again, so though, like so many. He's regrets, not going to turn Cortland Sutton into Tyreek Hill. No, you know he traded for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that is true. Maybe he was able to get the trade. Bro, Chiefs would have never made that trade. Genius. No. <clears throat> I uh, I was on that. I was producing the pod when Ryan was during that coaching search, and Mike. I can confirm Mike McDaniel was like your dude from the beginning. I don't want to over credit myself, but I think I might have been the first person in America to say I wanted Mike McDaniel to be the head coach of my football team. Yeah, not not many in America were talking about McDees. It's uh. <laughs> So what's what would your path forward be outside of a teardown? Uh, I don't know. Um, right. Okay. Well, fair enough. It's also fair. It's okay to say this is so fucked. I just don't know. Like to me, tanking is the only thing that I could get excited over right now. That yeah. is true. It yeah. is the only thing people get excited it's about. It's the only path I can see. For. <laughs> and that's so sad. It's week three. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I know. That's, no, yeah. I, my thing is football in September isn't real. I exactly. Know. Football, this, this it is crazy. We're overreacting over something. Yes. But then that happens. And I can't I can't just sweep that under. The, I no. can't be like, oh, it's well, just September. Exactly. Nothing to see here. But like now you're going. So like t- rock bottom talk. Now you're going against the Bears this week who are a joke in their own right. It's the toilet oh. bowl of all toilet bowls. Yeah. But what's going to happen terrible. when you don't pressure Justin Fields? Because they can't get pressure on anyone. I still think... That guy stinks. Well, no, now that guy just. I do think they could get pressure if they're not terrified that they're going to get run on. Well, why wouldn't they be terrified of that? They can't stop anyone. Well, (sighs) because the Bears are so bad offensively, I don't think they scare you. 
Okay, I'm scared of the bears. If even the bears can run on you, I mean, I just think there's a chance that. I I really don't know, guys. I think there's a chance that we could be having a rock bottom talk next week too. The thing is, and that's that's what Zach has been saying on the podcast is like, no, that's what I'm no, saying. I think be, there's a two be, year window of rock bottom. But but at I, the very best, even even if it's seventy to twenty again next week, uh-huh. this one's worse because this is the one where it's new. Mm. This is the one where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm hitting you in the face with the fact yeah, that the Broncos yeah, yeah. just don't have it. like. Uh-huh. In le- like maybe if it's a hundred to zero, then you're like, oh, maybe this is rock bottom. Yeah. But even then, it's like, well, we got to the second quarter and it was like twenty eight or thirty, the thirty to zero, and it's like you're just like, oh yeah, here we are. Again. Awful things happen. The first one's the worst. Then we get a little desensitized and we can move forward. That's why, yeah. like with, like there is it's a terrible condition. It feels like there's no path forward. Uh huh. And that's where, like, just the desperation combined with the 50-point loss. Lose 70 this to 20 to the Bears, though. There's a path forward. I mean, this is one yeah. of the worst parts of being an adult. Yeah. It's like, you have to think about these things, like paths forward. Yeah. Like when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, the Broncos will win next Sunday. And, exactly. Like, that's all that matters to you. Yeah. And now, I mean, because that's where I was. I've never wanted them to win less. Even a week ago, Sunday. like, I still thought I, the best case scenario is, you know, 0-2, oh you're probably not making the playoffs. You just accept that fact. But if you finish the season, say, like, you win six of your last eight and finish yeah. nine and eight, eight and nine, something around there, you have some momentum. Then you're like the Lions next to year. To me, those 0-2 the, the stats next they all bring up, that's based on a 16-game schedule. Also true. You know, also like, true. So we added a game. Like. Yeah, totally. You you have that opportunity. But but you kind of have that, that, like, you still need to build toward the future. I'm not sure if, like, even... A hot finish means you can justify saying like Russ is bringing you a championship in that window, and you still have that conversation about cutting him. But now you're at the point where it does feel like there's just no path forward. Like it's it's time to just say, yeah, we're trading Justin Simmons. Which again, last week I was totally against. Like me and Zach had this debate yeah. where it's like the if you trade Justin That's Simmons so for bad, like a, even a first round pick, that first round pick's not going to be as good as Justin Simmons. Like it's just the the odds of that happening yeah. are very slim, and the problem with this team more than anything is that you're lacking Talent. really good players, like all pro type players. Yep. So to yeah. get rid of one of those, or even like the Sertan trades, like trade them for three first. It's like, I guess maybe it's tempting. You're not getting a Sertan with any of those, and the lack of stars is the problem because you can't get stars in the NFL. Like they don't become free agents. So I, but now you're just at this point where what scares ugh. me though is like. <clears throat> The difference between number one pick this year and like the number two pick is so vast. It's true. It's a great draft. Top five's awesome. And you're not the only team that might have the idea that they should lose. Yeah. Now I will but, just say I this: mean, we no, might be more capable. Most <laughs> this, this always comes it, yeah. up. No players are ever going to try to lose. No. But do, you take Justin Simmons off that defense. I simply don't know how they're going to stop anybody. Yeah, because, I mean, Caden Stearns is done. Like, P.J. Locke will be back. Okay. And in small sample sizes, he was one of the best defenders last year on the team. But, again, very small sample size. Um, like, the game-winning force fumble, that sort of stuff really helps that. Um, but, again, like, there's a chance that he doesn't play all that well. You, you, you put DTY out there as your third safety. Um, you know, you've got K1 Williams coming back, which will help. But you're still gonna have Damari Mathis on the boundary, rotate Riley Moss a little bit. Like that that should be an issue all season, you would think, based on what we've seen so far. Having a bad defense in the NFL is one of the most hopeless, helpless things ever. We've but, we've been so used to it for a while, but mm-hmm. like remember the early Peyton Manning years where they couldn't stop anyone and it was just like this sucks. Again, and that's what I wrote yeah. after like I can't remember if it was the first game or the second game. I think it was the second game, or it's like, yeah, everybody's complained about bad and boring for six years. 
Here's the opposite. Here's yeah. here's the offense doing its thing and the defense. Guess what? No one, it doesn't really feel any better. No one's talking about the fact that giving up 35 points to Sam Howell's commanders might be worse than giving up 70 points to the Dolphins. No, 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 no. Yeah. To me, that second half is a bigger oh, indictment yeah. than anything. Yeah. Because for years I've been like, well, you're not considering that they're playing from behind all the time. The yep. team looks a lot different when you're not playing. For and then, holy shit, you had a 20-point lead. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Bracket Sportsbook. We're back for another week of football. Maybe you're a fade the Broncos guy. Oof. Who knows? I've had such good feel, Hank, on my college football picks. Ooh. Oh my god. Such oh. good feel. Such good feel. NFL, nah, not not good feel right now. Yeah. Not good feel. Back to back weeks. Um, oh. my my stepped up parlay came down to the final leg. You this, did it to him? Uh this last so the week before it was the Arkansas BYU game. Where BYU came out on top uh-huh. this week, it was uh, so the the second to last leg finished at the beginning mm-hmm. of the fourth quarter of the Minnesota game. Minnesota's up 14-0, start of the fourth quarter, they blow it and lose in overtime. So I've been so close back to back weeks on that going through, but the last leg, Hank will get there once it, and for all. We yep. know it. I'm due. And if you're a new user, bet just five dollars and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. That's when you use. Code DMVR. That's our code exclusive to you. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-77777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casinos Resort, Kansas. Licensed partner, Golden Nugget. Lake Charles in uh, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, of course. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I don't know if I've won a game since or won a bet since Nebraska, um, but I won so much on TCU in Nebraska that mm-hmm. I'm good. It's yeah. truly wonderful. We're so happy about it. And I know you guys are really happy to be at Folsom Field this Saturday oh, yeah. watching who who's coming down? Caleb Williams? Yeah. Is he of interest to Broncos fans perchance? He is. Which is uh, crazy. Sean Payton will be in attendance. Dude. <laughs> I mean that's why you're going, right? Hank, as a Broncos reporter, you're going to do some scouting potentially the best quarterback in this draft against the best quarterback in next year's draft. And that's why Trojans coming to Folsom is our game time game of the week. Oh, you know, game uh, time. They <coughs> only way you can get tickets. Best. It's the only way you can get tickets because they're sold out, sold out for the whole season. Yep. Right now, cheapest you can get, I think, is in the 340 range. Really? You got any tips, Ryan? Uh, you should have got season tickets. I tried. I got <laughs> denied. Oh, that's true. Well, you're yep. not a you're not a, a Buffs fan. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Go Buffs. They're trying that's to keep people like you out. I'm not sure if I'm the one game they're looking time, for. Game time, <laughs> game of the week. Um, download the game time for right app, create an account, and use that code DMVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR <laughs> for twenty dollars off. Also, I would currently. True two dollar tickets for the Rockies game tonight. Yeah, wow. no, that's a good deal. That's, oh, flash deal one dollar. That's not our game. You of could the buy one hundred and fifty no. tickets to that have. game for the price of one ticket to see wow. USC. Wow. I actually think you could buy three hundred. I would just um, get the USC ticket. 
No, three eleven is the cheapest thing. He said two dollars, right? No, no, yeah. there's Flash Deal one dollar. Flash Deal one dollar. Oh, man. so you can buy three hundred and eleven yeah. tickets. Yeah. Wow. Still go to that USC game. I'm so upset I can't go. Wait, that would be awesome. You? Chicago. Oh yeah, you go yeah. to the shy. I thought we got you a flight later so that you could go. But I had already this had to turn like down that. the ticket because I knew that I was oh. leaving for Chicago. Damn you, yeah. shy town. Yeah. Sorry, right, better dude. lose. Just go to Johnny's we better beef lose. and you'll feel so Johnny's much better. Beef. Yeah, there Johnny's we go. Beef. J J O H N N I E. Don't not the Y. You need to go to uh -huh. the I E Johnny's. Uh-huh. Why they just need different names there. That's that's not a good strategy. Well when you name every restaurant after just a guy. Uh, yeah, we'll go by John. A lot of then. the names are gonna get taken. Yeah, I don't mm, know. Fair enough. It's like fair in the enough. office. I wish I could remember. Alfredo's. <laughs> Alfredo's pizza. Yeah. Whoa. Or pizza by Alfredo. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. So Great good. callback. Uh, I love that show. Talk some buffs. You guys got more Broncos in here? No, let's go buffs. Really? Let's go buffs. Yeah. Magical first four weeks of the season in Boulder, I'd say. First yep. three were certainly magical. They were. Yeah. Last L week a little rough in Eugene, Oregon. It was rough. Uh, so, Ryan, what do you make of it all? That's your tee up for me? Yeah. What do I make of it all? I just, oh, what do you make of it all? I just did two reads. I'm navigating through your Broncos thoughts. Like this one, I just, you talk about it every day. I'm not oh. giving you some elaborate. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about great quarterbacks, and then you just threw me a hospital ball. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> I mean, from a perspective standpoint, which is what everyone needs in this life. Wow. We are big perspective it guys. It has been unbelievable. Everything has been mm -hmm. bigger and better than you could have ever expected. Um, the ratings are off the charts. The sales are off the charts. Every uh -huh. game is sold out. The fans are re-energized. There's new fans popping up every single day. Um, wow. Because everything got so big so fast, the loss to Oregon feels like this big mm -hmm. thing that happened. Well, what's crazy is for a second, even I had a moment of like, well, well exactly. going into the Saturday, they maybe they're like cam newton's auburn yeah like maybe mm -hmm. they really are this team that like wasn't in a bowl last year and just found the quarterback and yep. out of nowhere are like or tcu last year yes, you know TCU like last year's a perfect example the, that true cinderella type story that can only happen in college and we as humans are naturally prisoners of the moment so we all had that thought if you're rooting for colorado you had that thought of okay well if they could beat oregon they can beat at usc and exactly. if they can do that, they can beat anyone. This right. was the one. Truly, this was like everything's in front of you. Yeah, I have the bet on them to win the Pac-12, and I, I was like, wow, I might make a whole lot <laughs> yeah. of money. Yeah. Like, and you go through, and you're just like, hey, you won all three of these games. Maybe those were legit. Maybe TCU is still good. Maybe, maybe Nebraska isn't the worst Power Five team. Maybe, maybe like Colorado State, like they're they're frisky, you know. And then they go beat Middle Tennessee State. But Nebraska yeah. had a good Nebraska, win, and TCU, TCU had a great win yep. against uh, SMU. I and mean, you, who yeah. some people thought was going to be frisky and upset them. That's what's funny is I think people have overreacted to the Oregon game, which yeah. I get it. It was a really tough loss. To me, it was just a, a take-a-step-back game yeah. and realize what the expectations were for this team. You know, and, and I've been sharing little clips and stuff that I just have saved of things people were saying before the season. You know, there mm -hmm. were... Like cover three, the biggest college football podcast had them starting zero and three. Um, Very you know, tough non-conference. You know, Mike Farrell had them said that three and nine is their best case scenario. 
So mm-hmm. it's one of those games where you take a step back and you say, okay, what are we looking at here? What are we talking about here? Um, this team is so far ahead of schedule on what they could have been and what a lot of people thought they should have been that you just have to take that one and just rinse it away and say, of course they lost to Oregon at mm-hmm. Oregon. I think Oregon at Oregon has won 27 of their last 28 games in mm-hmm. that stadium. Especially in conference. That's just such a tough matchup, man. Like, you don't come to Eugene and come away with a dub on yep. quite often. It just, it just would have been nice to see him play a competitive game. For sure. Oh, yeah. Like, that's where... Because you like it, it's the same thing that's happened. I mean, I started watching um, 2019 when I first started covering the Buffs. Uh-huh. And I think that game was like 45 to 3 or something like that. And that's... I think this is like the fourth time that they've played since I got here. And every single time they play Oregon, it's this, it's the same thing. You go to Oregon, they just beat your ass, and then you come back. And and that's what was so disappointing is you go into that game thinking, yeah, if you can if you can just keep up with Oregon, like if you beat Oregon, all of a sudden, like you're saying this this sh- they should win the Pac-12. Yeah. This is the toughest game for them. But if they can at least keep up, then you say okay, they can keep up. That means they'll have a good chance against Utah. Yep. It means like USC, USC you're in really good shape yep. for at yep. home. And, and so to go from that to oh, this is the same Buffalo's team from the past, you know, three four years is just what's such a killer. But it's not. It's yeah. definitely not. It, it that game is like a massive overcorrection in my opinion. Hmm. Um, things went really wrong for them. They didn't have their best player. True. Like it's a really like no. No hater or whatever you want to call it. Two best players. It just so happens that those two players are in one human being's body. Yep. And and so, you know, no one wants to hear that on Twitter because they got their ass beat. Yeah. But it makes a huge difference in terms of what you're talking about in in terms of, you know, covering the spread or just being in the game could have been different if they had their best player out there. It's possible. Um, I don't think they're going to win. You know, no, he's not four, no. he's not a 36-point difference maker. Well, Tory Franklin isn't cooking him the way he was. Yeah. Um, so, and the offense maybe gets a little rhythm. I think that's more concerning yep. than the defense, honestly. It's the offense and lack of rhythm that they've had the last two weeks. You well, know, yes. How much some pretty good defensive fronts have, have put and, in and, a bind for And even going back to the Nebraska game. Yeah, like they struggled to get anything going at the beginning of that game too. Well, then you forget. I mean, shit, the TCU game. Like, they have two interceptions on in the red zone. You know, (laughs) and here's what I'll point to: the TCU game. They go out there. They go. They force them three and out, and then I think they go on like a twelve play drive down the field. Buffs do. Yep, Uh pick them apart. Mm -hmm. In these games that you're talking about, them with their slow starts, their no rhythm. They haven't had like 12 plays in the first half. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is it's been very hard to sustain momentum. Yeah, the rhythm, you never get an early rhythm like yeah. you did in TCU. I mean, Shador is cooking by like his fourth throw of the game. He's already mm-hmm. feeling himself. He's in his bag. Since then, they haven't had a, a, a good first offensive series. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they're not getting that early rhythm. So I don't think it's that's my concern is, hey, you just find a way to start fast. You know, what's your script? You know, call up Kyle Shanahan. Let's, yeah. let's put together a great script for this game yeah. so that Shador can get some early rhythm. Or Boulder's own Mike McDaniel. Yeah, there you go. Or Mike Shanahan lives in Colorado. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, you got to get that early momentum. Um, I just think it was, a, it was a clear... It's a step-back game and zoom-out game. Yeah. Um, they're not ready for that yet. Coach Prime told us they weren't ready for that indirectly by saying, I need seven, eight more dogs. You know? When he said that, he wasn't saying, we're going to lose to Oregon directly. But he was saying... I need seven to eight more dogs to be able to compete at the level mm-hmm. that everyone wants us to compete at. 
And I think you saw how good the starters were now that, you know, a few guys are missing. Your starting center might not be 100%. Travis Hunter's a huge loss on both sides of the ball. Um, some of these guys haven't, you know, it's haven't quite been developed, you know, quite up to speed, and you're having to throw them in. Cormani's even getting some reps by the end of the game, and coach has told us he's not ready. Yeah, That's year one stuff. Oh We're yeah! Like we haven't had time to fully develop, to fully build up our depth. These guys have only been in our program for five months. Some of them, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's uh, that there is an adjustment. Now, I think this can still be a team that has three wins in the books and could aspire to six, seven. I do too. Wins, right? And I mean, still <laughs> be getting top twenty-five votes and. Eight nine wins might end the season ranked in the top twenty five. There, in so my what's what's the path? And also, how do you how does Shadur survive? Because that's my biggest yeah. concern. Is two weeks from now, Shadur all the hits add up. Shadur's yep. not playing, and with another quarterback, this is gonna feel and look a little too much like last year. I completely agree. Um, and I was just about to say and that I can't have. I need Arizona State. I need Stanford. I need these wins. I need to get into November and give a shit about bus football. That would be really nice. And I think you will, as long as they keep them healthy. Yeah. Um, to me, this is like a survival game. Um, now, I think... USC next week. Yeah. I think that Colorado... I think what you're going to have happen is everyone overcorrects on Colorado, right? And now they're going to... Everyone's saying, oh, they're going to lose by 40 to USC. Now they're at home. It's a lot different than being on the road. I think that this game will look different than last week. Mm -hmm. But yeah. at the same... In the same sense, after this, you get Arizona State, you get Stanford, you get UCLA, and then, you know, you go into that home stretch. But it's like, to me, this team, because of Shador, will be in every game that they aren't as outclassed as they were by Oregon. Oregon obviously had equal mm -hmm. or better talent at almost every position, mm -hmm. and it showed, especially in the trenches, um, and especially without Travis Hunter on the field. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, you keep you got to keep Shador around to play Arizona State, who you might end up being favored against, um, or it's going to be a close line. Mm -hmm. I'd expect Stanford. You know that's some would say the easiest game on the schedule. Stanford's uh, including awful. Colorado. It State. is yeah. by far the no Stanford. They barely beat Hawaii, man. They lost oh, to yeah. Sac State. Yeah, like, Stanford oh, yeah. is easily worse than Colorado State. So then you get UCLA. UCLA, you know they're three yeah, and freshman one just quarterback. Like you. Freshman quarterback. So, you know what I mean? Like, get through this one. Hopefully build a little bit of momentum offensively. <laughs> Find a way to protect your door. Do whatever you have to do. Um, yeah. Leave two tight ends in and, you know, hope that Jimmy Horn and Zay Weaver can go win one-on-ones for you or one-on-twos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but no, truly, man. <clears throat> you got to protect mm -hmm. him, and then Shador will keep you in every game. He really will. I cannot disagree. Future feels very bright. I'm really excited to see the rest of the way USC at Utah, the two games that scare me. Um, and like you know. zero people before the season would have picked them to win that, those games. Yep. No, it was three and a half was the win total. Yes. Three and a half. Yep. I think, you know, six, seven. Uh, from, from the start, I've said five to seven. I know. I And that's where I... I, keep, I went on the Buffs podcast this summer, and everybody was all pissed at me. I was like, yeah, I think, like, fringe bowl team definitely hit the win over. And that's, I don't know, that's what was so crazy to me. 
Is that like... It just depends on who you're talking to, though. Yeah. Yeah. Fans are going to expect their team to win every game. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's where I was, too. And that's what was so disappointing. Like, all all week, like, I'm going to Broncos practice and, like, Alex Forsyth is in there, who was their center, Oregon center for the last three, four years. Uh We're talking about it, like... Uh, you know, he's saying like, yeah, you know, I think Oregon has it. I really hope so. I'm not sure if the defense will hold up. I think offensively they should be able to score a lot of points. And it's like, yeah, right there with them. Like talking to Will Short Sherman, former former buff, who's pissed at me for saying like, yeah, I think Oregon probably wins like 42, 38, something like that. And but that's where we were like a yeah. week ago. Is like Oregon Oregon fans like scared of this game. Colorado fans upset that somebody would say, oh, they're they're not probably going to win this one. And to go from that to back right here where it's like, I think, you know, every Pac-12 game is going to be a challenge. Where they fit into the Pac-12, I, I I don't really have a strong opinion. Like, if they wind up it, right behind, like, Utah and USC is, like, the clear, like, maybe number four behind Oregon 2 in the conference, I would be like, yeah, it makes sense. If they wind up, like, in front of Stanford but not many other teams, that also wouldn't be a huge surprise at this point. To me, it's almost like there's just this fresh start. I have no I, idea where they fit I in. think, but... You're also forgetting that Travis Hunter will be coming back. That is true. Also, how they stack up against the middle class of the Pac-12, you know, forget Arizona or yeah. Arizona State and Stanford, but, you know, Arizona, mm-hmm. Oregon State, yeah, Washington, Washington State, State. Do- UCLA even. Those Washington. feel like really yeah. nice tests. Washington, thank God they do not play. Washington's oh, not? unbelievable okay. this year. But here's the, now that Caleb Williams will be off the schedule, when Travis yeah. Hunter comes back on the field, he'll be the best player on the field in every game. That That is true. And that, that can win you games, especially when you have a quarterback. Yeah. It's just the part mm. that stinks about college football Crazy. where... That's true. Like, I know the expectations are what they were. You want, you want them to, like, go to a bowl game. That's obviously a huge step in the right direction because they've been to one, I guess, two in the last, like, decade. But at the same time, it's like, ah, damn it. They aren't, they aren't going to do it. Like, the Cinderella run is kind of just... It's, it, that part of it is over, which is a shame. Unless they go in this week. Yeah. Yeah. One loss. That is true. The party's back on. That is true. You can get by with one loss. Well, and styles make fights. Like, Oregon concerns me. USC concerns me less. Like, I think they're both kind of more finesse teams. Oregon was... Exactly. Jeez, Oregon looked a lot like Georgia. Yeah. Like a power football team. That was crazy. That might be the real thing we learned is that Oregon is, like, legit, legit. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they have the talent to compete with anybody. And I've always <laughs> said good, that, man. and I, I should have thought about this more last week, but, you know, I was caught up in the in the uh, excitement, too. They look bad against Tech, but, man. Uh, uh, the older your quarterback is, the better you yeah. are in college. Do you and think Bo Nix is in, what, year great six? Point. True. Great point. He is so seasoned to be able to go and know exactly what he's looking exactly. at in every game. Like, not a lot of teams. I mean, look, you know, Max Duggan last year was mm-hmm. super old. Having an old quarterback in college who also happens to be really talented like Bonix will take you a long way. Mm-hmm. It's like an old point guard in college hoops. Yeah. Totally. That's the other thing. That's the only thing that concerns me long term about the buffs. Just like Shador. How long how long does he stick around? Like hopefully it's for next year too. But then after that, you have to figure out like with yeah. Bryce Underwood was in the building. What? Bryce Underwood, number one quarterback yeah. in the country was yeah. there. You, you got to nice. recruit. I that's mean you nice. gotta reload and keep at it. Mm-hmm. I I see you looking at some odds. I I would love to come back to that. Oh, okay. But, you know, the future is so bright. Shady Rays in the house. Obviously, with all these live games these guys are going to, beautiful Colorado sun. Hank's going out to Chi-Town next this weekend. Yes. To watch the toilet bowl. 
Uh, I remember scout Caleb Williams. Yeah, so I had uh, some of my friends came up for the CU Arizona game from Montana. Yeah, like Sunny a couple as well. a couple years ago, uh-huh. and uh, that was called like the pillow fight of the week by ESPN because it was when both teams were terrible. And now those friends in particular just don't have any interest in going to CU games because of that horrible experience. They actually wound up choosing to go to the Broncos Raiders game over CU Nebraska. Oh, tough. Same price tough for tickets. Choice. Like oh just insane to do. But because wow. of that, they were just like scarred. I forget where that plays in. Sad. Yeah. Shady Rays, though, can make oh, even a bowl. terrible experience like the toilet bowl that Henry's friends came to attend. And we'll be going to this weekend. More bearable. I love Shady Rays. I have like six pairs. They're like actually good glasses. They have great lenses and they are half the price of designer sunglasses uh, while being the same exact quality. Use that code DMVR and you will get 50% off two plus pairs. That's 50% off already insanely cheap designer quality glasses. I love Shady Rays. Such a great deal for our listeners when they use code DMVR for 20% off. Two pairs of polarized glasses. Try it for yourself. Shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. Great customer care. They'll take care of you. And of course, the homies at Breckenridge Brewery. Broncos country. They need like a Buffs beer. But I always enjoyed the good Broncos country. It's one of those where, you know, like by the third Broncos country I'm having, it's going down so nice. Yep. It also, just you're hits buzzing. the spot so good and you are feeling it, which this we, we might need mm-hmm. a little more this Broncos season than others. True. Not Henry. Yeah. He's in the press box. Yeah, that is true. Doing I should hard get, hitting I, analysis. I actually haven't been drinking for a Broncos game yet, even though I haven't been working either. Right, right. Um, Broncos country. I need to rewire man. myself. Breckenridge Brewery, they're doing amazing, amazing stuff. Check them out. Breck Brew, beer locator, as always. I should go to that Jets game. Just get tore. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be an ugly one. To me, that's the last one before you like. That's the one where you really learn. Like, is the Broncos team, like, awful, like, number one pick? Or are they, like, yeah, they're, like, number 24 in the league. I mean, we'll find out this week, too. We'll find out this week, too. You got this <laughs> yeah, two-week stretch. These are big weeks. I I don't know if I can even do it, guys. Yeah. I might be I might be too old for, like, oh, let's tune into Broncos Jets to see who's really okay, so absolute ass, you know? That's a crazy thing, because Vic Lombardi went on a, a Twitter rant the other day. About how, like, when North I grew Denver. up in North, North Denver, Denver uh-huh. everyone was in, in the house for the Broncos game. I feel the same yeah. way sometimes, yeah. <clears throat> Me too. Um, and then there was, like, a big pushback on him that was like, Vic, like, people should be able to do whatever they want with their time. <laughs> yeah. Don't shame them into watching the Broncos. Which, like, <sighs> sure, you're right. I literally cannot imagine at <laughs> all, no matter how bad the Broncos yeah. were, doing anything else on a Sunday. The only, the only Bronco game that I've missed was a Drew Locke game against the Chargers when I was in uh, Boulder for a soccer game. I was like, uh, I got to go cover the soccer game. Like, I think I'm he gonna... went off that game, bro. It, that might I think so. There was something that happened in that the game. Comeback, that's like, was that the crazy the comeback, comeback game? Yeah. I Maybe. watched that game at the Lakewood office with Dre, and we had some wild takes after I had that COVID. game. That might have been at the Texans game, Kale. Oh, the Texans uh, game. That was Drew's first game. start. Texans game was... That, yeah. Maybe the most that fun can, Broncos game. Uh, the the vibes off that game carried me for 14 months, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. 
Texans will always have the Texans. More touchdowns. I think that's like the only game I missed in my life, though. That's crazy, bro. Like, there's, I think so. But that's what I mean. Like, I yeah. understand this this idea of like you shouldn't yeah. be a prisoner to your team just because, like, because yeah. But, like, I mean, I just personally cannot relate to like being like, oh yeah, I'll take you up on that tea time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I would, I wouldn't shame anybody at this point for not no. wanting to watch. But I can't relate I don't. to it whatsoever. I, could, I couldn't do it. Yeah. No. It's how we build out our Sundays. Exactly. It's how we build out our weeks, yeah, our no, months, I mean, our lives. The Buffs the same thing. I mean, the Buffs have been. Yeah. At times, the worst college program. I was at a party <laughs> in college when they played Fresno State, and we're down 35-0 after the first quarter. Oh, God. And I watched the whole game alone on the couch at the party. Like, I just don't know how to not. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Um, it's great, and it's sad. <sighs> and, yeah, I mean... <laughs> What were you looking at, Hank? Tell us a little bit about these Pac-12 conference odds. Then I'll oh. talk some Rams. So I them. just pulled up the... Uh, wait, did you say talk some Rams? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, what? I didn't agree to that. They they just beat Middle Tennessee you State. You guys got to look at these rundowns I sent you. I, uh, you sent me a rundown? I, yeah, I did. Um, Where? In Slack. It's yeah, so I was looking at national championship odds. Oregon's 20 to 1. Hell um, yeah. But Here in terms is. of the... The Pac-12. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. Do, 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 do. I need to nibble something. USC plus two forty. Washington please. plus two fifty. Oregon plus two sixty. Utah plus six hundred. Kind of crazy. Colorado yeah. plus eight thousand. Yeah. Utah is actually a good value. Oregon. I mean Washington. Hammer away. Washington's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. It's such a shame. I could have cashed out my shame. CU Pac-12 title bet. Uh huh. For like a, a solid gain, uh huh. But now, now that opportunity is gone. That ship sailed. For it you. has. Yeah. yeah, they're no longer inclined to get you. Goodbye, out of that fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, as you guys alluded to, the Rams. I did want to talk about some Rams. Um, a, I think they found their quarterback, and I think they'll actually be competitive in a wide open Mount West, which is super fun and cool because not talking about three win. Uh, Rams teams is going to be really nice. And also, since you guys seem a little lukewarm to the idea about this, <laughs> how do you feel about this fun proposal of promotion relegation in a Pac-2 Mountain West merger plus the Dakotas? Huh? Nah. Have you heard okay. about this? Nah, First of I all, would continue I'm to just going to throw you a little bone here. Quarterback looks legit. No, huh. BFN's awesome. Good for him. Mm -hmm. um, it does bring up some really questions good. about Jay Norvell, why he didn't start the first game of the season. But, hey, yeah. you know, you learn from your mistakes and fix them. Clay Millen's um, like the all-time seven-on-seven quarterback. I could get how in a practice setting, Clay threw you off. Huh. Yeah. Clay threw Jay. There's a little Clay Jay. You know, <laughs> the names are... He I transferred with him from Nevada. He right. All right. that stuff. Anyways, that was just my thing. I was like, how did he not start week one? Yeah. Um, anyways, promotion yeah, relegation. That sounds fun. It does, right? Will never work. Yeah. Wet. So it would only work in football, obviously. No. Uh, you mean football, like like English soccer. <laughs> no, no, no. 
for these programs uh, that would be oh, joining oh. this crazy league. You couldn't do it for all the teams. The other sports, they just have to <laughs> so- be in the like. Sorry, soccer team. Like in the like, you're just football team. Yeah, football team like, sucks. You're going down. Like have soccer fun team in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> soccer team. You uh, just you just compete in the. Get ready to learn Chinese in the Pac-Mount <laughs> West. Pac- uh, Mount West. Um, but where football makes sense is, I mean, a is that Sacramento State? Could they wiggle an auto bit out of this? Because at least your top tier conference, it's. It's based on a like media. Um, it's based on performance. Who's up there? Mm-hmm. So winning the pack two would have a little more value. No, right? They cannot yeah, get well, an auto bid out of this. I think they need to get rid of the auto bids altogether. Like I get I twelve get, team playoffs. That's what we're doing. Yeah, so it's twelve team playoff, and it's supposed to be like the <coughs> still will have auto bids. Yeah, the top the power fives get auto bids, and then there's one power more. The power four now. So they change that. Is that how well, it works? Well, no, see, they, we haven't thing. figured that out yet. That's see, what I'm saying. Exactly. It's like, but if so, I'm so, the pack two, I would be like, hey, we're already sorting this out, making sure the best of the best is up top with us. Definitely. But see, that was my point all along. Was that like just don't do the auto bids. Just say like top six conference champions. Like that. Like open it up because the highest ranked. Exactly. I like that. And like that makes sense. And they decided top six conference mm-hmm. champions, and then the other six. It's like free. Exactly. And so initially they decided Ooh. against that because like. I think it was it was because like the fringe conferences were like, well, we're not voting for it then. And so they decided that it's actually just the power five plus there's like the extra. But now that all of this has happened in the past, like two years since they decided that Revisit. it kind of makes sense just to say you conferences go do whatever the hell you want. Like take whatever teams you want. Top six champions get to come in. I like it. Or you could do top five or whatever. Like, yeah, um, it makes a lot of sense to me because I, I hate when a team you know, like we've been going back and forth with UCF fans since the Buffs joined the Big Twelve. Oh, Why? Because yeah. Miles Hunt. Because they're in there too now, and like they, I don't know, they're <laughs> they're a chirpy little fan base. Huh. Um, UCF's great, but I I hate when a team like UCF doesn't get an opportunity because oh yeah of their affiliation. Like when they were undefeated. Yeah. Like I wanted to see what would happen. Let them play Alabama. Let's see. When they um, were undefeated and beat Auburn, the only team that beat the national champion Alabama. You mean yeah. that season? Yes. They're my national. I champion. hated that they didn't get uh, uh, the an people's national. They're, exactly. They're the national champion. UCF, they actually have they that national championship in up in their stadium. Oh, I believe it. Like That's they were. Crazy. They made shirts and stuff. I have friends who the bought shirts. shirts. I, I thought we were what doing the they? shirts as a bit. What no, kind of knights no. are they? They're golden, golden. knights. No, oh, that's how that college football works. You get to just claim national championships. That is not awesome. how it works that is that's yeah, how it works dude, for sure okay well the buff should just put every year up but it would that would d their claim to the actual natty fair they can't do that they won the national championship so they did but no one's saying they didn't but even <laughs> there it's a some say a share you know it's contentious ryan it's contentious. i know but UCF doesn't get to put that in there. <laughs> no, yes, they do. Yes, UCF they do. Doesn't. No, no, no did. fucking way. They no, didn't I mean, lose. You get be, to claim that. Oh, yeah. No, it's sad, but truth be told, oh, those, the voters said they're not good. Those other, like, voters. those other claims. Anyways, I wanted them to be able to play. It's split polls. I want, they should have been in the playoff just so we could have known for sure. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I want a team like that to get in and, and you know, make well, sure that they Well, there's going to be a G5 auto bid. Could the Mount West be the... You know, a real front runner for that G5 auto bid with this promotion relegation. Maybe if they get the Pac-12 teams to join the Mountain West and just call that a G5 conference. Also, they could. Isn't there a path for Washington State and Oregon State just to be their own like 
two-team conference for, for a few two years, years and yeah. rake in cash. Yeah. That seems like the real move. Because <laughs> I'm pretty it, sure... Isn't that Pac-12 deal up? How would they be raking cash in? I don't think... Yeah, I don't oh, think they would not. rake in cash, but they would get to make their own schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you got to find, like, a TV partner. Yeah, but but you still Somehow have... Take them. It's like you oh. you could go off and do your own Broncos podcast. You just wouldn't have our sales team helping you sell ad space on that podcast. It's the payouts from the NCAA tournament shares because those are spread out over six years. So for, <laughs> so for uh, uh, yeah, so all of the all of the appearances over the last six years, that money's still going to be on the way. I think it's like whatever. It's like two million dollars or so per game that the Pac-12 played. That's cut into sixths. Which is then wow. divided into twelfths, but now into halves. Wow. So it's a surprisingly large amount of money, though. That's okay. amazing. And they could probably get a streaming deal with like Apple TV or something, just to play I their wonder. games. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, it'd be really yeah. low, but I just like, it'd be better than Mountain West money. What? Because they get what like one point five a year from their TV deal. Is that it? It no, might be even less. I think it's a little more than that. I don't think it is. I think it is. I'm fine with the national championship shirts. Just putting it up in the stadium crosses the line for me. They <laughs> believe it, Ryan. They believe it. I, I, I don't think they actually do, but they're they're leaning into the fact that they. Believe yeah, it. I mean, it's like they don't think they were gonna beat Alabama. It's that like year. when I'm using slang that I'm actually mocking by using it, but then it becomes such a part of my parlance that I end up using regularly the slang that yes. I was originally mocking. Or it's like when you just lie for so long that you forget that you're lying. <laughs> right. My lying <laughs> bits, too. Sometimes I forget what the truth is and what the lie is. It's like that. It's a bit that's... they lit The bit has just become reality. I'm pretty sure that was like Tua and Jerry Judy, They're Alabama. They're just great bitsmen. Do you know how my teams are in the yeah. Mountain West? Yeah. I do. I do. Hold on. Okay. Ten. Ten? Yeah. So then each gets four point five million a year. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Solid. I'd take it. I think that Washington State could probably get more than that. Just I solo so deal with like sling. I think so. <laughs> no. Maybe not think, sling. I don't think there's enough money right now. Um, wow. Well, this was a joy. Was it pleasure. over? It's over. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't yeah. feel like we ended. No. Nope. Kale slacked me. I guess me, I'm uh, out though. <laughs> Kale slacked me a couple of minutes ago that we'd done 58, so I figured, yeah, why not? Cool. Well, I feel like we we no, exhausted that. Yeah. We exhausted that topic. You guys talked Broncos. Wow. A little meat a meat sandwiched uh, mm, in there on the buffs. Meat. Great times. Let's go. Did yep. you know that like people who eat a lot of protein die sooner? Wow, that checks out. Yeah. So next time we have not a s- everyone. I should slow it down. But probably. like it's like so like it's like oh you, there's like the meat diet like those are like oh no you're dying like real young but then like the vegetarian yeah, yeah, like. That-